The Homance Chronicles. The female equivalent of a bromance. So many poor choices. But so many good takes. But so many poor choices. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, then that's it. This is All Man's Chronicles, and I'm Sarah. And I'm Nicole. And we have a very special guest with us today. I'm super excited that we had an acquaintance uh, connect us through modern-day DMing. (laughs) Yeah, this is like the modern-day, my friend from Happy Hour, you guys would really, like, (laughs) click. I feel like that's where this is at this point. We were set up. Yeah, we have Terry Reeves. Who is the we'll call you we'll call you founder of um embraceyourbeautyblog.com. Which I absolutely love. Oh you and- do? It sounds fancy when you say founder. Thank you. Yeah, yes. yeah. Well, well it's, a, it's you know. such a great little forum. Um when I when I looked at it, I was like, wow, what an it's an intimate view. Um mm. like a lot of people just don't normally get. So it's just this outstanding like view of normal everyday women and how they truly genuinely feel it's just such a great it's a great place to land in my opinion well I'm glad you responded that way to it yeah yeah I mean I'll just kind of lead in a little bit because um I mean in case the title doesn't give it away embrace your beauty Uh um (laughs) it's it's focused on why it's hard for women to mainly call themselves beautiful, right? Because, I mean, I think we give each other compliments all the time, but we have a hard time looking in the mirror and saying, you're rocking it today. Looking good, sis. (laughs) (laughs) Is that how you start your days? I hope it is. God, I wish. No. (laughs) I'm actually, I don't look in the mirror in the morning anymore. I just... That's become a habit of mine, too, is just avoiding that. Because I don't really want to think about it. And beauty, too, if you go to the blog, what is beauty, right? That's one of the questions I'm asking. And immediately the word is triggering because you think of it... Well, it's it can be triggering. Do you think of it as a physical? Do you immediately think about what you look like when you hear that word? Or is beauty something bigger? Right. I interrupted you already. Sorry. No, no, it's totally fine (laughs) because that's actually a good conversation piece. It's like the core of beauty and what does it actually truly mean to individuals. And I think, unfortunately, the core innate thought process that people go through when beauty comes up are those dove commercials where it's like, I love myself and I'm beautiful. But it's like so forced and not genuine and manufactured. Strange to me. Uh, Yeah, exactly. And that's why I wanted to, um, that's why I made the interviews I do with women anonymous. So they had the freedom to just Mm -hmm. reveal those inner thoughts that we're so shy or scared to admit, sometimes even to ourselves. Right. I've had women in the middle of the interview go, oh my gosh, I never even knew I was talking to myself in that negative way all day long until they become aware of it. And then it sucks because you have that awareness and you're like, oh gosh, but then when you admit it, right, then you can start the healing process. Right. Is the hope. Right. So, I mean, did you have something that happened to you that made you go, okay, I should start this blog for other women, or you went through a healing process of your own? I mean, I guess, what was the inspiration for you to get this started? For me, I am in the middle of my healing process, and I have a feeling that I'm going to be doing that for the rest of my days. It just might be my lot in life. <laughs> um, I don't think it's... anybody ever really stops healing, though. So, like, try to enjoy the ride, right? Well, I know. Yeah. <laughs> the well, I wanted to grab. Uh, what's that? 
So the trauma actually never stops. Like the trauma never get over something and then something else happens. That's what's that's life. Life is the fountain of trauma. <laughs> God, wow, what a positive conversation we're having. <laughs> we're all doomed to. <laughs> so I'm dragging women along fun. with me. Yes, I'm dragging women along with me in uh, perpetual <laughs> trauma. Uh, I I was an am an actress and got that phone call from my manager when I was first starting out. And when he said, you need to lose five to 10 pounds if you're going to be competitive and book anything in this industry. Cause I wasn't really booking anything. So okay, I got that call. I have a question really quickly. Please. Yeah. Cut you off, but nope. you are stunning, incredibly in shape. You are obviously, you know what you're doing with your physique. How the F were you in that shape when you started? Because we're five pounds from where? Like where? Where? Uh, five pounds from healthy. So I was a healthy, beautiful woman in my 20s. Mm -hmm. um, but And then this is helpful for everyone to know out there. Um, Hollywood standards are unhealthy standards. And yeah. I show up to set. And thank you for um, your sweet observation. I'm still often the biggest girl on the set. Um, and and it's heartbreaking. It can either be aggravating where you hate everybody, but these women probably all got the same phone calls. And they're right. all, and some of them are naturally thin, but the majority of the population isn't that thin. And so it, it was just heartbreaking. And then I would talk to other actresses and hear about their struggles. And then I became a personal trainer to try and lose even more weight, right? So then oh I would God. hear, right. So then I learned how to really control everything. And then as a trainer, heard all of the women struggling who were watching television, watching those unfair uh, beauty images um, and trying to attain it themselves. And so all of these women that I was encountering were after this thing that ultimately is not a healthy um, body physique. Mm -hmm. I, if in, in all transparency, right? I, I became addicted to exercise and controlled my eating so much that I, lost my period. I wasn't getting my period. I didn't have my period for three years. And you were in your mid twenties. Oh, by then I was in my thirties. Okay. So that's even, even more unhealthy. Cause then you're kicking your body into this thing that it's not. It's ready not supposed to be, yeah, 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 exactly. So that was the, but, then, but oh, so I yeah. just have one quick question before you, I guess, move on to the next phase. No, because no. if you are, if your body is reacting that way, yeah. Then it's telling you something, right? Yeah. And I feel like I've gotten really, really good at listening to my body in my 30s, like way better than I did in my 20s. Yay. So did, I mean, I don't know if you had that same type of growth experience, but um, whenever there's something off with me now, I kind of am like more tuned into it than I would have been in my twenties. So do you I, respond to what your body's telling you? Do yeah. You say, okay. Let me take a rest or let me. Yeah. Blank yeah. Blank. yeah. Yeah. So if your body was giving you that big of a signal, were you just ignoring it? <laughs> yeah. I said, I said, like, <laughs> exactly. I said, fuck you. I want to be successful. I need to look this way. I'm not listening to what you have to say. And I kept plowing ahead until gymnastics team they don't have <laughs> their period either so. exactly i know it's heartbreaking <laughs> <laughs> but so i mean your poor your poor body was like 
in I, this isn't even the right word, but I was going to say like ketosis or something like constantly burning yeah. nothing that comes in because now you're not eating anything. So, I mean, it just, Oh, I was eating a lot. That's the thing is okay. I, I did this thing where I gained a ton of muscle cause I wanted to play. I preferred to play women who kicked ass. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I needed to be the, that muscular physique, which is, um, you have to have a lot of testosterone for that. And the more muscle you gain and the more creatine you, this is not a, nobody listen to this and do this, please. Um, <laughs> oh, God. This, is not a how, this is not a how to, they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the more you're, so I got muscular. Where was I going with that? Oh, oh eating. Oh, so I was starving because I had to feed these muscles that I had. So I ate like over thousands and thousands of calories a day. I always had something in my face. Even more annoying as somebody who probably will never have abs and never has to watch somebody who has got a six pack just plow the calories. Like that's. But listen, the calories are like fuck. We're like carrots, celery, chicken breast, (laughs) broccoli. I had the worst farts of all time because it was protein, 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 veggie, veggie, veggie. Um. But then I got what I wanted. I got the physique I wanted. And and I, you know, wasn't healthy mentally, emotionally, or physically. So, like, but was I, it worth it for you? Did you reflect and, like, did you look in the mirror one day and were like, what the fuck am I doing? No. I heard other women struggling. And I said, I am making it worse. I am perpetuating a physique um, that is, I'm putting it out in public, right? I was getting cast because of my physical, the way I looked and I was hurting people, um, because mm-hmm. they look right. You make it public and they look at that. And, and then some women go, I want to look like that, or that is normal, you know? And, and these little girls, right. I get little girls writing to me on Instagram. Oh my God. Thank you so much. You're my idol. You kissed a girl on television. Now I can come out to my mom and dad. Um, so, and and that's the kind of stuff where your heart swells and you go, oh, I'm making a really positive difference. But then there's people that go, oh, I want to look like you. You're such a badass. Yeah. And I I wanted to break it to them. Like, no, don't do this. Don't, 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 don't do this. It's so bad for you. Um, my, my, you know, my, it's so bad for you. I was depressed. I was exhausted all the time. And then I said, wait a second. I gotta, I gotta reevaluate. Is, is it worth it? It's really sucking the joy out of life if you ask me because <laughs> but it, 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 no, yeah listen, this is my rationale joy sucker alert <laughs> joy sucker That's so, a, so i already have a bunch of dietary restrictions so i'm like gluten do you have allergies me too yeah. and dairy free <laughs> and can only have certain types of nuts and blah 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 right if you have, <laughs> I'm looking at an eye roll over here on the camera. <laughs> because when we you when can't we go anywhere. Friendship, we were heathens, like <laughs> no holds bar. We were doing whatever we wanted, eating whatever we wanted. We were like maniacs. I'm thinking like 10 years ago. Yeah. Where we were, we were completely different people. Yeah. In terms of like not paying attention to our bodies. That's right. Yeah. So I had <laughs> I had 30 and things went downhill, and then. If you told me that you were taking away chocolate or alcohol from me, which yeah. is two things you'd have to give up to have the type of body that you have, uh. I'd be like, you're sucking the joy out of my life. <laughs> I already can't she's have. A, she's already allergic to chocolate, too. But she's like, go ahead and do it anyway. 
It's like maybe allergic to my cats. I've got two though. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Why not? Make it worse. No. But it's... at some point, I feel like you have to draw the line. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There, like that that level of misery that level of misery is tolerable for the amount of joy those little fucks bring me. So <laughs> exactly. Like, just so it sounds like you you ladies have a healthy boundary. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Situations we could. Most of the time. Yes. <laughs> that is also something I'll be working on for my ever long day. <laughs> Boundaries? Yes. With alcohol and chocolate specifically. <laughs> and it, mostly. And men. And men mostly. Uh, so do you ladies, can I ask you a question? Do you ever turn on a screen, a TV screen or social media or YouTube and go, fuck you, or I want to look like that, or I hate my body? Does that ever come I up? I mean, all of the above yeah. has happened to me. I mean, it depends on the day, right? Yeah. Because there's some days where, you know, you watch J-Lo and Shakira at the Super Bowl and you're like, yeah, damn. She is <laughs> And then I'm like, oh, but wait, she has a personal trainer and a chef and someone who manages her daily life. And she probably hasn't done laundry in 30 years and whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can't as a as a normal human well, uh, trying to manage life. If you don't have that level of uh, income to be able to sustain that type of support, like it's just not realistic. And I don't think. I think. And that's what I'm trying to say is it's not realistic. Even if you do have all that, I mean, there's ways to do it. That's health that are healthy, but the, yeah. um, but that, that I, that body shape or body ability isn't necessarily natural for the majority of humans. No, right. It's not. Right. It's not like I love, um, like Gina Rodriguez, she plays, uh, Jane from Jane, the Virgin. And she's in a couple of other like Netflix movies and stuff because she is more like normal size right. looking. And it's she, refreshing. Yeah, she's probably smaller than normal size, but right. on camera, she appears to be larger, like 130 pounds, which is not necessarily the average, but more <laughs> normal size. <laughs> so, yeah, you say 130 pounds, that's pretty small. It's very small. No, right? that was me in like fourth grade, if I'm being honest. <laughs> well, right. And, and, and that's what's missing on screen. It's not that the 130 pound women, we don't want to watch them. We want to watch all different kinds of shapes, sizes, ages. I mean, golly gee, my career is almost over because I'm about to turn 40 and I'm not willing to go get the, the tucks and the Botox and those things that people are recommending, the fillers See, and everything. And that's. That's so crazy to me that you and our friend is are so close to 40 yet look so far away from it. Pimples. <laughs> Pimples kept me young. <laughs> <laughs> I know. There was a, the, the, nope. guest, the nope. guest that we had actually right before you in our last episode said something about how she went from acne to clear skin. And I was like, what's that like? Yeah. <laughs> acne's just transformed over the years into different kinds. Yeah, yes, no, yes. my wrinkles are just sucking my acne right in. So that's a fun Well, it's like you're fucked either way. If you have <laughs> understand which I don't expect you to have the answer to this question, but with so much content being made mm -hmm. by people on TikTok or YouTube, or even like well, how we're doing a podcast now, yeah. I mean, the reality is that content is being made by 
less actors and actresses, less scripts, and more mm. people just living their lives, right? So, I mean, when do we think that this is going to change a little? I just... Um, well, do you feel like the, the real people, right, on TikTok, the ones that are getting super popular, super famous, have the most likes... I don't, well, I don't know. They could be pretty, I have no idea. I refuse to download TikTok. So that's maybe a bad example. Yeah, I but, do as well. I do as well. <laughs> but I also know, like, I mean, I appreciate uh, like British television. Yeah. Because I, I feel like a lot of times they tend to show um, more realistic people. Mm-hmm. But that well, what, could also be a blanket statement that's not accurate. Well, <laughs> 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 What I've noticed is that we don't realize how deep it goes and how much change needs to happen until we're in a healthy place. I think it also kind of comes like the BLM. Right. Happened this summer. I think it shed light on unconscious bias or unconscious. Right. We had no idea. We were ignorant or choosing to ignore. Right. Or the things that are glaring us in the face. What were you going to say? We didn't know that we were taught the wrong or right bad thing. Or, you know, those undertones were maybe always present, but you didn't realize that they were negative because it was just so commonplace for you. Like, those are the things I think now we're coming to light or people are learning how to bring those things to light. Exactly. Or even our discussion that we just had, you know, f- f- two minutes ago about pimples and wrinkles. Right. Um, the self... Um, th- that talk, that not self-deprecating talk about part natural parts of women's bodies going, oh God, I'm going gray. Ugh. Like it's an automatic bad thing or pimples are a bad thing. Like we don't even know in our mouths, there's negative things all the time and we're just perpetuating it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we actually talked about this not too long ago with one of our other guests about like oil of Olay and how they are always saying like, you need to have the skin, but it's like, but why? Right, exactly. And that bit too, you mentioned um, the Dove Project and you and all of us, right? We tell our friends we're beautiful, you're gorgeous, I love you. And it doesn't sink in if we're all being honest. Does it sink in when someone says, you're so beautiful today, but you already feel like shit? The thing you're going to believe. Right. <coughs> and so, I don't know, it feels like my mission has be, is becoming, how can we think about it less? Why do we give so much mental energy to the way we look and it's a cultural thing it's become the norm um and i'm i'm still unpacking my obsessive thinking about uh, thinking all the time about it right it's always like in the back of my mind like a little whisper we don't really have the choice though because we're constantly hitting yeah hit with barrage ads of Right. These hyper Photoshop bodies. Exactly. And even when we're not like, like looking at our phone, we're yeah. obviously always going to have some sight of an ad at some point that's going to mm-hmm. pass in our vision within a five, 10 minute time span. So it's like unconsciously we were thinking about it all the time because we we're being shown those images. Imagine if, you know, the world was full of cats and puppy poster boards, you know, mm-hmm. it would be a completely Oh my God, that should, be what, that should be what everything is filled with. <laughs> <laughs> <Cats and puppies. laughs> Trevor, here's the puppy. Watch Channel 7 News tonight, y'all. Like, I think a lot of people would watch Channel 7 News after that. (laughs) I think you solved the media dilemma. Um, (laughs) But these thoughts have been ingrained in us since we were exactly children, and especially, I mean, I don't know. We inherited them. Yeah, and I don't know how long you've been an actress. 
I mean, you have some pretty good titles here, so I'm assuming it's been quite some time. Oh, yeah. Uh, but so if you started out as a kid doing theater or anything, I mean, immediately the spotlight was on you, like, literally. <laughs> the literal spotlight, the light on the stage. Uh, I didn't start the film and television until my 20s. Okay. So I lived in that happy imaginary world where I could be anything I imagined I wanted to be, which was theater. And then when someone made me aware of it is when I started to go down that spiral of, ooh, um, I don't feel good about how I look. I guess I'm being observed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in a negative way or in a way that is asking me to change. And so that awareness of being observed is really hard, right? Even when we go and compliment women, oh my God, you look beautiful in that dress or your hair is so gorgeous. It's a really lovely thing to say. Um, But then we become immediately aware, right? That people are observing us. Yeah. And so there's, and you asked how long, or you were mentioned we're getting, you know, a barrage of images all the time. So it, it might take a collective decision Um, a collective community event of women to come together and start asking for change. And I know the body positive movement has tried. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and I'm, and I love a lot of what their message is, but then I also have interviewed some women that feel ashamed um, coming out of the body positive movement because they wanted to get healthy and start working out. And then they, they were shamed by the movement. And so it it just gets confusing. That's strange to me. Body positivity doesn't mean you have to be thick and obese or no, it uh, just means you love yourself where you're at. Yeah. Like body positivity is like whatever stage your body is. in. exactly. And I love that message. I love it. Yeah. And I would say, and as much as, you know, I love Lizzo, it doesn't mean that you have to be naked on your Instagram all day. Like she is either. No. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that doesn't just because she has put uh, a face to um, somewhat of this movement that's been going on for a long time, but she really put a face on it. Doesn't mean you need to be in lingerie. No. To (laughs) say that you are right. Right. Um, So I think that's a misconception as well. I think it, yeah gets filtered down to younger people. Well, and that that also creates that negative stereotype of, oh, you're body positive. That just means you're fat and you want to be naked and that make it okay. Like that's actually not, that's not true either. So then you get people who are like, I'm body positive. And it's like, oh, then you're just, you're a feminist, aren't you? It's like, wait, that's right. And then they just write you off. Yeah. Like it just goes from like, "Mm." And this is what I was going to say. Yeah, it elevates it. So what this was I going to say when you said we're being we had a barrage of images coming at us, we're going to also get a barrage of comments. Right. And so what can we do? We can turn it off. There's an off switch on your television. Um, I read this. I'm reading this book called Beauty Sickness. um, And there's a suggestion in it when you're in the grocery store standing in line and you see those magazines with unrealistic photoshopped looking women. You can turn them around so -hmm. the women behind you in line don't have to encounter them on their way up, right? (laughs) And then, unfortunately, if you get comments like that, maybe maybe there's a a planned response that you have, or there's an ignore that, you know, turn it off, turn it around, um, turn off as much as you can, and then, again, join a community of women, support group, online stuff, and get in the conversation of how can we heal each other, how can we um move forward in our thinking Mm -hmm. it really takes a lot of 
uh, own personal digging because yes, during quarantine, I think there's a couple of different ways you could have went. You could have decided, oh, this is great. I have all this extra time. I'm going to start working out and get healthy. And, you know, you see these stories of people of like, I've lost 20 pounds because I've been at home. And then you have the people like me who have not. And so you start. And how do you feel about that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I didn't have a goal to like. Good. Do anything, right? (laughs) Then then you're awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm like, no, I just kind of kept living life. But I recognized (laughs) that I was sitting more, you know. So I just try to take more walks with my dog. <laughs> um, I try to drink more water before I have a, a alcoholic. Chocolate and alcohol. <laughs> yes, you know, like. Not me. <laughs> like, I tried to. Are you drinking alcohol food. right now? Yes, yeah, she is. <laughs> <laughs> Always. I love it. Always. It's, We're still the homance. <laughs> it's 6.30 here, so. That's fair. Um, but anyway, so my whole point, though, is that at, at some point during quarantine, I had this feeling like, okay, I'm, I'm a little nervous about putting my jeans on. Mm. And it's not from a body positivity standpoint or anything like that. It's more from the standpoint of I was doing so well, I was maintaining, and I liked where I was at, right? And so these changes, which were out of my control, have now caused behavioral reactions. (laughs) And why do I think about it so much? And why do I care? That's a great question. And then you have to have those conversations with yourself. And then you start thinking about like, oh, well, when I was younger, my mom put a lot of emphasis on like looking a certain way. Is that true for you? Oh, yeah. 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 And, um, she was on me all the time about what I should or shouldn't be eating oh, and how yeah. I should be more active. I was more like artsy. Like I liked drawing and coloring and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And she was always trying to like push me outside. <laughs> so like, yeah, you know what I mean? And I'm like, she didn't find like ways to work with me. You know, it's like, let's find an activity outside that you she like had, to do. She had her vision of what a child needs to do. And she forced well, it on you. It, but she had a vision of how I should look as well right that too and that comes from her own issues right Right. so we're passing our issues down yes to each other so thankfully i don't plan on having children to do that to them (laughs) (laughs) that's a gift you're giving (laughs) but no but so then i have to sit there and spend time with my therapist going oh yeah my mom used to always try to make me eat carrots and lettuce and I remember one time I said to her, I'm not a rabbit, mom. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I don't know why you don't know this story. So, I'm sorry. But I'm just saying. Her it, face it, right now. Her face. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> I'm not a rabbit, mom. I'm not a rabbit. Can you see Nicole's little matter-of-fact seven-year-old face with, like, some sort of fringe, some neck? She had some like, situation with, like some sort of vest and then probably like mats- matching shoes and socks. Yeah, she put me in those Is that how you really dressed? That's amazing. She doesn't know, but my mother dressed me so she's imagining, I'm sure. Oh. <laughs> okay, so her mother there's pictures of Nicole out and about. I'm sure you all have seen it. 
You may be so lucky to catch one one day yourself. I'm, I'm going to Google right now. Honestly, it's possible. It's one of my favorite pictures because she's in a, a red dress with like the white doily style. Like, Oh, yes. You know, like, uh, what's it called? It was Christmas. And so it was a red velvet dress with a red doily. Now, did you pick it out or did your mother? Did your mother? Oh, was this mother. like? So there's some image in her mind of what yes. a daughter should, could yes. look like. Yes. That's, yeah. heart, that's a little heartbreaking. And I started yeah. fighting her back when I was two. Yeah, same. Because she wanted to. <laughs> you guys have a healthy, strong wills. We do. Yeah. We do. I don't know if. Now, do you feel like her messages have followed you into your adulthood? It sounds like they have. Sometimes. I feel like it goes in phases. Okay. Yeah, I would say that. For, so for my. It's kind of. My mom tried also to make me a very girly. And my sister and I. And we're like. Heathen maniac tomboy children, and they're absolutely <laughs> She was gonna like she put she put pink carpets in my bedroom, and I'm still angry about it to this day because I hate pink. <laughs> I fucking hate pink. I hate the color. I hate what it represents. I hate fragility and all that dainty bullshit that comes along with it. I hate pink because that was a version of pink that my mom had when I was growing up. It was like doilies and light baby pink breath breathe pink on everything it's like oh god Ooh. so i like can't stand that color and then i rebelled i was well actually i i just did what my mom wanted me to do but my sister is the one who would like <laughs> i remember one christmas eve she had her underwear there was like a hole in her underwear for some reason and my sister sat there and just like ripped her underwear over at this party <laughs> The things we remember. Honestly, but it was like one of those things where it's like my sister had on the red velvet dress, the white tights, the little ballerina slipper shoes. She had the curlers in her hair. And, you know, my mom had her per perfect picture, perfect family situation. And then in the corner, like two minutes later, she's like, and she's ripping off her underwear. Like destroying, destroying the family <laughs> yeah. picture. So I think that. That's that awesome. Like all those things, like, or, or you can't leave the house without putting on your face. Like, that was, I gotta put my face uh, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, for the longest time, up until probably this year, you literally wouldn't see me out of the house at without work makeup. without makeup on because it's just yeah. how, I how I present myself to the world. And it was very uncommon until as of late for me to leave my house and do things even like this without makeup on. It was just not common for me, but it was like a new habit that I forced myself to get into because it's unnecessary. Right. Unnecessary. And it takes time. It costs money. Well, uh, that, but like, ultimately I'm not going out in public as much. And that was like my little mask it, to put on, right? Right. Is it necessary? Do you think when COVID is lifted, are you going to worry about putting on makeup when you leave? Are you going to worry about if your jeans do or do not fit? Well, see, my jeans will always fit because I'm just, that's, I'm never going to be somebody who's not wearing jeans that fit. Just, I will. Just no brag there. No, it's, <laughs> I will buy myself a new pair of jeans. I will not go out into the, I will, I'm really weird about things not fitting me. I'll make sure shit fits, but also yeah. I she also hate your to old buy stuff. Jeans. That your old jeans fit. Obviously, know, everyone can buy new ones. But the problem is, <laughs> I don't like to buy new shit. So my jeans will always fit because I'm not buying new Because <laughs> you're cheap. Because you're frugal yes. with your money. <laughs> yes. And that was my point is that my mom, she would try to make me care. And then I just have this very logical reasoning behind the things I do for fashion and beauty. It's like, to wear because I need pants to cover up my body, but I will never go out in sweatpants. Broke that rule this year, too. <laughs> Thank you, COVID. So, yeah, when COVID comes back, 
or when COVID, whatever, if things come back to normal, if I have to get up and start my day and be in front of colleagues at work, I'll put makeup on for sure. But right. if I don't, I'm not going to make it. Oh, I gave up because I have to be on video for work all the time. And this is what I look like. <laughs> but it's strange to me because think about it. When you and your, work, when you're putting your makeup on every day. I know. I know. I gave up. As though, <laughs> but like what's changed? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing has changed. We're still like doing our regular work. We're just doing everyone's everyone's expectation has gone down. I exactly. Think, because is, the entire because everyone that I'm talking to the recipients who are seeing me this way also look this way. Yeah. So like <laughs> like it's back to your point. Like the big the community at large needs to have a shift. Yeah. So you can't. How how would it in your imagination if you can imagination imagine a world where women didn't have to style their hair or put on makeup every day. How does that feel to you when you envision that? Is that freeing? Is that nice? Or would you miss it? Would it be nice oh. to have the choice of not having to put it on? It would be nice the to have the question. choice. The I choice. Think. Yeah. Because sometimes it's fun to get dressed up and do whatever sometimes, the hell yeah, you want. Sometimes makeup's just fun. Yeah, exactly. Eyeliner and mascara if I go to the grocery store still just because I want to. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. And I like the fact that I don't have to show my mouth anymore. So it's like less focused. So like I have less time to do shit. I can just do a half face of makeup. But, but then you're, thing. but that's you being in charge of it. What are you doing right. to your eyes right now? <laughs> eyeliner. <laughs> that's your eyeliner. Okay. <laughs> She's queen of the cat eye. <laughs> she really likes cats. I love them. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> but it would it would be nice to not feel obligated, right? Right. I no longer feel obligated to go out in public with a face full of makeup on. So this is, I mean, this whole makeup, no makeup discussion is actually really interesting as well because uh most men that I've dated where they've seen me in a no makeup situation have said they prefer to see me without makeup on. Isn't that refreshing? That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. And I I don't know if that's like a Midwest guy thing. Nope. I agree with them. Or you about me personally or aren't just, you in the Midwest? You personally. <laughs> I about me personally. I think you're beautiful without makeup on more Thank so you. than when you put a bunch on to you know, you. do whatever, but you're still beautiful then too. However, I feel like your skin tone and your freckles or more attractive Aww. personally. Oh, yeah, that's a good friend. That's a really that beautiful is. friend. Yeah, that is. And I, <laughs> good job. <laughs> you get a gold star. <laughs> I just did the dance and, move and she could see yeah. me. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, I technically I agree with you. It's more of my <laughs> technically I agree. <laughs> it's more of my makeup application <laughs> skills that I don't know how to make it all work sometimes. I but fun of her that a lot is another. For that. <laughs> That's another <laughs> side point. Anyway, what I'm trying to get at is this whole makeup, no makeup thing is all perception, right? And yeah. that I've had many men in my life say that they prefer me less done up or they prefer me in sweats or they prefer, you know, and I don't think that we're men enough. Yeah, mm -hmm. I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't hear that a lot. I don't remember a time really where a guy was like, I prefer you in sweats over you getting done up. That was just never like a thing. What messages do you feel like you have heard from men? From me personally? Yeah. A good person. <laughs> What's that? Be a good person? Yeah, I'm a good person. Actually, I have this, I have the tendency to attract people who need help a lot of the times and a lot of my relationships 
were very unhealthy and codependency ish esque. And um, I think there was a lot of what I wanted to hear because that was the person I was with. Like that's my, that was a choice I made to like be with this person who's got a lot of toxicity, but then also they say the things I want to hear. Right. I think that maybe the, the things I heard from people were bad, but they also didn't, don't leave a good taste in my mouth. So I don't really have like that reservoir of thoughts of like, what's what better. Men, what men think of you physically. But that, but that actually brings the conversation back into the whole realm of beauty, right? Because we, like most, like uh, often happens, digress into a conversation simply about physicality right? Makeup, jeans, how we look, look in the mirror. But beauty, if it encompasses more, right? It encompasses mm-hmm. self-worth and how we feel about ourselves as a whole and what mm-hmm. is beauty, right? Are, are we giving to other people? Are we too giving in a codependent relationship? And, and because we don't feel beautiful, et cetera, et cetera, right? So then that, that's why I would love to take the conversation with, with women um, and then expand the word beauty so that we don't have to worry so much about all of this you know, if we have an extra pound on our body or um, if our boobs are a little bit saggy because we breastfed somebody. Um, or if we have stretch marks because we were, you know, thicker and we got skinny or we got thicker because we were too skinny. Who cares? Yes. Uh, yeah, exactly. Who cares? That's my ideal imaginary world where I can walk out of the house with the giant ass pimples that I used to have and this weird like skin tag that I used to have in my armpit. And the <laughs> little and the, I, I, I'll tell you, I got it off with dental floss and floss and scissors. It was gross. Done it. Done it. Done it. Oh, my God. It totally works. Um, and, and my stretch marks on my thighs and just say, fuck it. And and just own own my whole body because my my humanness is more than just the way I look right but even the, the way I look is just kind of fun and it's me and it's unique yeah that, that's my ideal world I don't know if I'll ever get there um, ever get I think there. that if we like fake it till we make it we'll eventually make it right yeah I don't know well don't, that's what I'm exploring it requires a lot of people to do the digging and the healing and and they're and walking and work on their own self-esteem and confidence and all of, I mean, that's, it requires a lot of self-work and not everybody's into it. Right. right. There are, but there are people and there are communities out there of women who are interested, like our local she hive community from pre COVID when we were um, talking to Lee. I can't believe you just went into the story without being <laughs> <laughs> prepared with any of the names i'm just not a name person i know about the she hive the point is local communities regardless of where you're at there are women there are pockets of women out there who are interested in changing that rhetoric and in doing so you can find i'm sure somebody out there or start one of your own but yeah i think that this is like something we i personally am on board with changing what that means I'm here for it because beauty to me is more than just surface, obviously. Yeah. So we've done a lot of talking, so let's get it back to you. Um, <laughs> I know I do that on purpose. I love I love learning about other women. That's part of what I, I love too. Her whole Sorry. interviewing other people, and so of course she just turned our own show on to us. I'm so um, glad you she was doing. I'm no, okay with no, it. it's I, I I aired my own 
laundry. Um, <laughs> thank, thank you for your honesty and vulnerability. It actually yeah. will help women. No problem. I hear you. That's, that's what I'm here for. Um, but no, to get it back to you, uh, because you like listening to women's stories so much, mm-hmm. what is like something that you learn from somebody that you've interviewed or that's sent in a story on the blog that you just stuck with you? Mm-hmm. Like what's what? Like it's a really memorable moment of somebody that you uh, interviewed. When women say, when I I always start with the question, "Do you feel beautiful right now in this moment?" And there have been two women that have said, "Yes, I feel beautiful," and I believed them, and I was floored. I was shocked. I was like, "How do you get there? How do you?" Do- <laughs> And then well, teach the rest of us. Like, I don't know. In my opinion, if you were if you were to like say we're gonna interview and you asked me, do you feel beautiful right now? I'm like, why does it matter? I don't yeah. need, I don't need to feel beautiful right now. That's not the point of what we're doing. Right. Like to me, to feel beautiful in a moment isn't necessary. It's in unless I have a specific reason or want to feel beautiful, then I don't expect that I will feel beautiful. It's like I put myself in that position to be beautiful. I, I love that. I love Is that it, interpretation and I love that answer. Now, but, you, now you're my new favorite answer. <laughs> As in, yeah, what, yes. But what you, <laughs> what, what, what about, about you? you? What about, what do you mean? What if she were to ask but I, Yeah, great. Oh. Well, do you oh, feel beautiful right now in this moment? Oh, um, I, I would say not really. Um, I would say probably average is mm. how I would feel, mm. you know? That's so then I would I, go- I mean, In all honesty, that's right. uh, where I'm at, at like this moment, because, you know, a lot of factors. But do you so, know you need to feel beautiful right now? Do I feel, Um, I don't feel the need to have to feel beautiful, but if I could be a walking beautiful goddess at all times, it would be preferred. I could look like Aphrodite. Um, Hello. Hello. Is that your Aphrodite impression? That's really, that's really good. It's nice. Uh, But here's, so let me clarify then a follow-up question. How are you defining beauty? Yeah. So for me, um, beauty usually means that I like, put a little bit of time into myself. Not that that means makeup or that I did my hair or anything like that. But like right now I'm kind of sweaty and I didn't. Well, thank you. But I didn't want sniffed her for for the record. Like like beauty, like beauty and freshness kind of go together for me, which is a weird thing maybe. (laughs) No, that makes sense. Like the the butterfly emerging from the cocoon, right? Like the rising out of the ash. Yes, that's my Aphrodite move that I make when I get out of the shower Where and the I'm fresh. Opens. Yeah. <laughs> She's got the, the pearl. She holds the pearl down, turns into Gia. It's a beautiful flight. Um, <laughs> I just peed my pants a little bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, yes, got it. God, so you know, it's towards the end of the day. It's it's just you know, like if you get if you get me in the morning, I'm more likely to be like, yeah, hell yeah, hell right yeah. Today, I'm kind of like I'm kind of sweaty. I don't know. Feeling rough <laughs> is what I'm feeling. <laughs> rough. 
Here's my favorite answer. Day though to have those thoughts come at you, right? Mm -hmm. Would you say it's a hard time of the day to have those thoughts come at you? Like you've had the entire day. Ah. Thoughts have come at you all day too by the end of the day. Thoughts about what? Like internal uh, thoughts about how you know sexy pop stars on music yes. you've been watching and the Instagram accounts that you followed or the people that popped up in the ads or whatever. It's yeah. important that you said that. The so, messages you've been fed all day. And progress. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe we need to turn off those messages a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, I, the, my favorite answer, and then, oh, and then I'll let you speak. <laughs> oh, no, I was, I was just... Tutton. <laughs> oh, I want to hear what you had to say. Um, the woman, one of the women that said, I feel beautiful right now. She said, I feel beautiful because I'm filled with joy. That's wonderful. See, right? that's what I love to uh, hear. I didn't so have does, any chocolate or alcohol today. So. Those are your little Honey, huh? honey, <laughs> you, you, so your immediate feel beautiful uh, menu no, is. Her, her immediate joy is chocolate <laughs> and alcohol. Right. And then joy <laughs> equals beauty. It's, there you go. I said, right. Because then she's happy. When she feels happy, she feels beautiful. <laughs> I really want some chocolate right now. <laughs> I'm into it, too. I'm like, I want a cake. A cake? <laughs> so, uh, so you have a ton of amazing stories on your blog already. Like, where do you want to take it next? Do you yeah. have, do you want to keep these stories flowing in? Do you ask people to give them to you? Are you trying to transform it into something else? Like what's your, yeah. your goal? if somebody wants to reach out and say, interview me. Oh yeah. That- uh, so the more stories, the better. I think the more voices we hear, the more we realize we're, we all, have all suffered sort of the similar journey or we go, oh my gosh, I haven't even thought of that or been through that. So the more voices we hear, the better. The more voices we hear from across the world, the better, right? So if you go into the onto the site, there's a contact me page. You can submit anonymously. Or if you go onto my Instagram page, you can you can DM me um, and, and, you know, sign up for the email list if you're vaguely curious. There's resources on my page, things you can watch to expand your brain, things you can read. You can learn about the body positive movement. You can learn, you can listen to someone say poetry about beauty, you know. Um, and it's just, I want, I would love for it to be an ongoing discussion and an ongoing um, path of healing for everybody and discovery. Because it's going to take, right, a lot of effort, a lot of group effort for this to change. So the goal... Uh, for everything, my hope, and again, I struggle with this because my beauty, feeling beautiful is wrapped up in not feeling worthy as a human, right? Mm -hmm. Feeling like I need to earn my value, earn my worthiness. So I have to, you know, every day I want to quit the project because I feel like I'm not, I'm not worthy of, of its goals or scope, Um, personal confession. But the, my goal is to take all of these interviews and turn them into a performance piece or an opening piece that reveals different voices to an audience of women, followed by a workshop for those women with psychiatrists, therapists, dietitians, spiritual leaders to continue this discussion. Um, and I am working with a professional psychiatrist who deals um, with women specifically on eating disorders, and I have a writing coach. And so I'm going down that path. It's scary, <laughs> um, isn't it? It's scary as that means it's the right path, girl. You got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, thank you. 
See, I needed to have this this talk with you ladies today. Now we're dancing. Let's uncomfortable, girl. Well, yeah, and I mean, as much as you, I don't know, I don't understand why you think you're not worthy of having oh, whatever childhood. brings you joy, right? Yeah, sure. Childhood shit. Childhood right. shit. Right, right, right. Everybody. I mean, yeah. how, old is, how old is your kid? Because mine's four. Oh, <laughs> no, my no, actual child. My no. inner child that needs. No, 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 no me too. Me too. Oh. My inner child is eight. I knew what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> we already <laughs> had that conversation. <laughs> but, um, you know, the more that you. Uh, explain your vision the more it'll manifest right the more you right. say it loud the more it'll come true and um not only do you i think do this out of genuine care but also with the humility and um the grace and everything else that you need in order to make something like this work right but the the like you said it is an an overwhelming it's overwhelming uh it's a very large type of project and so you this know it's an initiative right and so just a project something that's going to continue right so how do you want how do you want women besides <laughs> submitting because maybe some women aren't comfortable submitting a story uh but sure. how how do you want women to help you in this because you can only take on a little tiny piece of this chunk you can't take on this yeah. overwhelming change that needs to happen. So what do you want? What do you want us to do? Oh yeah. Like maybe whoever hears this potentially, and even if you never connect with them, they're still potentially able to do something in their own little life. Yeah. In their own co corner of the country or the world where, you know, potentially it would make an impact. And it's like, how do we, how do we do this? What do you think we should do? That's a beautiful question because this project is about you guys, right? Not me. No, it's about us. Yeah. You are included. Include all women are included. I would love women out there to examine why they are beautiful, what makes them beautiful tell each other why each other is beautiful and it not to include a single word about their physicality. Oh, I like that. I think that's a good challenge. I do too. And a challenge for you, just because you mentioned it, is to find a way to not look at those images all day long. Yeah. Right. So you get to seven o'clock and you need the chocolate and the alcohol. <laughs> I mean, seven o'clock should be chocolate and alcohol, regardless of what you look at it all day. Oh, girl. <laughs> but maybe, maybe and alcohol, we're good. We're you're good. Uh, but maybe there's a way to look at something else all day. Oh yeah, for sure. You for know? sure. I think you have to go through the process of unfollowing. We had another guest who said, you know, just for her own mental health, she was unfollowing some people on Instagram that were unattainable you know, yeah. physiques or whatever, just to make her feel good, right? Initially, they were like aspirational goals, and then it just became like this traumatic experience every time they came across a picture. It's like, <laughs> oh, get rid of it then. What Gross, yeah. But even the act of unfollowing, I have to go look at that page for a second, and then the damage is done before I hit the unfollow button. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, it's that subtle. 
I know. I wish is. I could do a hard press on the person's profile name, and it gave me the unpro- unfollow pop up button. I'd be like, done. <laughs> <laughs> Just go work for Instagram. It's a great no, idea. I cannot afford this. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> So we're at the time in the show where we transition to add a girls, you know, because I, I tend to reveal things that maybe I'm not so proud of, like alcohol and chocolate at seven every day or whatever the case is. It's not every day. It's <laughs> not every day. But <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's something to be proud of. I think we just got to change the story. It's not every day. Um no, but so, you know, we want to highlight something that we're proud of ourselves for because we do have so much uh, negative talk and tell ourselves that we're, like, not good enough or whatever. Well, some of the self-deprecating stuff, too. Yeah. Like, I love that you do this on the show, by the way. Oh, yeah. Every week we try to come up with something. There's got to be something. There's something. Do you have one? <laughs> Are you, do you have one? Are you looking at me because you don't have one? Correct. Do you have one? I do. Uh, help. Yeah. Can I borrow yours? Right. We only do this every week and she's never prepared. <laughs> one time your Atta girl is going to be, I have an Atta girl. There you go. That's <laughs> <Alan. laughs> Um, No, no. My, so my Atta girl is... I have been, okay, so people have listened to this sh- this show for a long time, are going to be like, she's still painting her basement. Jesus fucking Christ, are you kidding I, me? Yeah, <laughs> I'm still painting the basement. Painting the ceiling of a basement is hard, and you don't feel like doing it very often. So you oh. have to get those spurts of motivation to do it, right? Yeah. But what, I'm still painting the basement. But <laughs> here's the girl part. <laughs> I, <laughs> it'll be a full year in December. Just oh. To catch you up. Yeah. I'm proud uh, of you for doing it. <laughs> you know, she did, when she started, she's like, I'm going to do this how I don't normally do things, and it's going to make me crazy, but I'm doing it. I'm like, proud of you, girl. Stand <laughs> outside of that little comfort zone you're in. Oh, man. <laughs> now it's haunting us. No, so I, <laughs> so I uh, had, like, my tubs and my junk and all my shit everywhere, because I had to keep moving it for the different spaces that I was painting, because, you know, gravity paint comes down from the ceiling onto things right so Uh you have to keep moving your shit around out of the way whatever anyway i've gotten enough done that i no longer have to move shit around and everything is in tubs everything is organized everything is labeled everything is clearly accessible i feel so good thank you i'm gonna tell you all right now (laughs) oh no is she gonna burst this bubble no, no, I've never seen not. Nicole be so physically excited. <gasps> yeah. Period. No, ever exciting about anything. No, that's really. probably not true. But it is very exciting. In the in the recent <laughs> as of late, probably in the last year, I've not seen Nicole do this little move situation <laughs> with the two hands together, and then like just like her, you could see it in her face. <laughs> oh, that's gorgeous. Well, that's because a good you a girl. Open the door. And you immediately look down the stairs and you see all the shit. Every time I'm like, ugh. And now it's all clear and open. Huh. That's uh. like, like, how depression messy. <laughs> Mine still wasn't depression messy, but. Well, de- <laughs> depression messy? version of depression messy is my version of pristine, let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't. 
my my shit's all over the place. I'm like Einstein, I'm very eclectic. <laughs> so I have an add a girl. Good job, add a girl. Yeah. I dra- I dragged that out so she had time to think of one. I already do what I had. What I is it? I <clears throat> went and I went ahead and changed my fridge filter the other week, and the filter, the water filter, was leaking all over the floor. I didn't realize it for probably a solid 10 minutes. And so a good amount of water like leaked into the basement and Ooh. got my rug wet. And then I put this kitchen rug that I've had since the dawn of time. We moved in this house almost 10 years ago. I put it outside and then it rained and it fell off the thing and it got gross. So I was like, well, gross. I don't want to fuck it. I'm buying myself a new rug. And so I went ahead. I got my ass on Ruggable and I bought myself a fucking Ruggable rug. And it showed up today. And I feel like an adult a little bit but also Ooh. like i'm just like so proud of myself for buying a super fancy rug that's gonna be sustainable and i'm gonna have it and lastly the the rug i had in my kitchen was kind of dangerous because it was oh. old and it was like slickery on the tile it kept, uh-huh. people would move around and slip around a lot um and that's so good, that's great you're you did yeah. an adult thing Thank good you. job had a girl had a girl <laughs> So now it's not slickery, and now I can clean it when my cats barf on it. And oh you know, gosh, moving on up. You're moving on up. <laughs> Home decor. It's oh. more function. What is your girl, <laughs> Miss Terry? Oh, um, going to do scary shit when I'm scared. Doing it anyway. Yeah. All right. I'm here for it. Because you, I feel like, like a little bit of perusing and I saw that you do stunt work. Oh, yeah. That's another thing I do. Um, I don't, I do stunt work when they let me. I'm a liability, right? I'm an actor. I'm not a stunt person. But I okay. teach Brazilian jiu-jitsu to women, to girls. See? So, that's fucking cool. It's cool. So I teach them that, you know, strength is beautiful. And so I'm, and I'm catching them young before too much of the damage is done. <laughs> <laughs> You're like everything your mother has taught you. Never mind. It's just wrong. Are we kind of cartoony? Exactly. So, yeah, that, I'm pretty proud of that class. Like, moving women on up into the, the world of you can kick some fucking ass. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's super badass. That's a that's a bad bitch move right there. Like army teaching women how to earn themselves is a very important thing in my world. So thank you for doing such a great service. But I mean jujitsu. Good job. It is also like an art. I yes. mean it it it's, it's a dance. You gotta practice and I don't think you ever get I don't oh. know, perfection. Were you a were you a little belted Somebody? No, 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 no. I feel like you were like, for two seconds, you're in like a class and they're like, now. No. <laughs> you, you speak the, you speak the language. Well, that's yoga. <laughs> that's yoga. <laughs> I feel like it's an art. Oh, it's yeah. an art. Exactly. oh, that's because it's my yoga. <laughs> yeah. Jiu-jitsu is a gentle art of putting someone to sleep slowly without them knowing you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, tell them can find you. Yeah. How can they reach out? Give them contact information, websites. Uh, I, I would, and, and I love to hear from people and I always uh, love engaging and chatting. So they can find me on my Instagram page. It's just my name at Terry Reeves, all one word. 
um, or my website, embraceyourbeautyblog.com. And then just hit the contact me button and it goes directly to my personal, my email. That's awesome. Yeah. And thanks ladies for the, what's that? I said, I love that you're available for women like that. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, thank you. And, and it's, and it's good for me. I mean, it's selfish too, right? I, I love every minute of it. So, uh, thank you ladies for giving me the opportunity to chat about it too. Oh yeah, no problem. For sharing and, stuff. Yeah. Thanks, for, thanks yeah. for agreeing to, to like, you know, connect. <laughs> you guys are awesome. And I love what you're doing. Cause I think you're also promoting really positive stuff out there. And laughter is one of the best fucking things you can, you can do. It truly, it cures all. It truly it really does. does. Yeah. Um, so people can find us at homeanschronicles.com with our fresh new website look. What? what? <laughs> um, and on Instagram at homeance underscore chronicles. We also have um, a closed Facebook group called the Homeance Chronicles, a judgment free zone where we share Ooh. a bunch of naughty and extra stuff. Um, I didn't so know that's that. that's always a good time. Did right? you, who just shared something today? Was it? Well, this is going to post in like four weeks, so it won't make sense. <laughs> right. No, I'm just saying something. Oh, no. N yeah. Nicole shares about, you know, episode updates. Like she gave an episode update not too long ago about yeah. the most recent update. Yeah. Yeah. Episode. So you mentioned that you listened to the Dick Detox episode. And yes, I did. I went to the Facebook group close or the Facebook closed group and I gave a little extra information. Oh. Oh, there's more? more yeah, about like this. extra credit work. <laughs> I'm going to go do my extra credit because that shit had me in stitches. <laughs> there was, no. there was. Don't spoil it. Spoil it. No, it was, it was a teeny tiny bit more, but it's totally worth you searching it out. Doing it right now. <laughs> oh, man's out. <laughs>